Hey, you are not tuned in with King Legend Talks. The most influential groundbreaking podcast of the year. Featuring some of the dopest celebrities and influencers in the world. This is, this is Fat Joe. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, PJ Howard. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's B. Scott with the Philadelphia Eagles. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is JR from CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. I'm going to be chatting it up with King Legend. King Legend always asks the questions that inspire and motivate others to follow their dreams. It's helped me grow as a person. By learning from each other, together we can make a difference. It's drastically changed my life. So turn the volume up, turn up and tell a friend to tune in. It's about to go down in the PM. Going down, man. It's your host all the way from VA, the one and only King Legend. The one and only King Legend. On King Legend Talks. Everybody, this is the one and only Beverly Mill Clinton. This is an amazing individual right here. You guys, I'm trying to let you know ahead of time. You're going to really enjoy this conversation that we're about to have today. This is the director and senior executive officer of African American Trust. Now, she's going to help us learn a little bit of a couple of things about financial literacy, you know, and, and I think that's very important in everybody's life. I mean, you know, they say money makes the world go round, but we need to understand how to access it and how to actually use it and how this thing really works. And so I want to say thank you so much for coming through to the podcast today. How are you feeling? I'm well, and, and thank you so much for having us. Um, we're beyond stoked and excited. And as I said to you earlier, it's always our intent to be a good return on your investment as in time as well as money. Absolutely. That is like the building blocks of being successful when it comes to finances. I love it. So let's um, introduce yourself as far as how did you get involved? Why? What was it about finances that made you like want to really go down this path? You know, anybody who knows me has always heard me say that for 450 years, I believe we have had taxation without representation. Now, I don't mm. mind tax, but I do mind when you take my money and I don't get to have a say in it. I, I, I mind that a lot. Mm-hmm. And and the flip side of that for me was to be able to say, well, what if we could have a hundred years tax-free, which by the way, would be another um, segment for us to talk about because we can totally make that happen to have a hundred years tax-free. A hundred years tax-free? That's, that's another story. That's another story for another time. Okay. Um, you see, I'm over here smiling. I said, okay, what, do, what are we talking about now? A hundred years tax-free. I like the way that sounds. When people smile, it, it, it's an un they can't even control it because that's a truth for them. So I appreciate your smiling. Absolutely. So, so what I want to do is I want to take about two minutes, if you don't mind. I want to set the tone for this conversation because what I'm about to share with you is what I believe for not only me, but also for your listeners. Okay. So I want to begin with a pretty straightforward fact. The Emancipation Proclamation of 1862 was, in fact, issued to free our people. But as reparations were promised, we were actually promised that 40 acres and a mule. The land stretched from the Charleston Islands south to the south to St. John's River and 30 miles inland. Now, having said that, the ink wasn't even dry. Revoke that and then put, er put everything back into the hands of the south and those right. who had actually caused the Civil War. 
So the land was promised but never delivered. But had it been delivered in today's value, that land would be worth $16 trillion. Wow. The plan that we're talking about today, this is a reparations juggernaut, and it is now in the hands of African-American trust, and it will be the initial step to closing the income inequality gap that the federal government has talked about for the last 200 years. Just like the major corporations who back uh, in the day pledged that $49 billion to improve the economic life of African-Americans following the death of George Floyd, they never paid a dime of that either. Mm. So what we have is a set of reparations that we can control. It is ours to use, and we need not ask permission. So today, I'm going to ask you to understand this. We will close the income inequality gap. We will produce executive incomes for ourselves, despite not having the opportunity to attend the best business schools and be placed in a high corporate position because of our family name or the connections that came along with those names. We will rewrite African-American financial history. We will change the economic future for generations and even for those yet unborn. So what I'm going to ask you and your people to do today is to take the following pledge. Keep this in the canyons and the recesses of your mind. Say it silently. Back this up if you have to. Slow it down and write it. But say it every day. I will join in spirit to pursue the vision of African-American trust as it will not only benefit me currently, it will benefit my family members and all with whom I share an African ancestry. Wow. That's, that's a bold claim. It definitely is. And, it, you know, one thing I like about the way you just explained all of that, you definitely are educated on what you're talking about. And so I do have a, a question for you. Um, what do you recommend we do to get, what really belongs to us in this country as in 2023 is right around the corner um if it were you, you what do you recommend that we do just to start the process where do we I'm begin gonna, i'm going to tell you something I, everything that i do i vet i vet before i even have that conversation because i don't want anybody coming blow back in on me going hey that thing you had me pay for that was a waste of money and i didn't have it to spend so everything that i'm telling you is something i already have mm-hmm so let me give you a little bit of history. This plan has actually been around for 35 years. Interesting. This plan began back in the 80s when Wall Street brokers were at the 46% tile four. They were at the 46% tax bracket. They were already there. And their question was, was how do we keep more of our money? Mm. This is the plan that was started for them. So this plan has been around for a long time. I would love to be able to say that I created it, but I didn't. My partner, Dr. Fred McGuire, actually created this plan 35 years ago, and he has been trying to get it into our community. And for whatever reason, no one's picked up that baton. I, on the other hand, am running like a crazy woman with my hair on fire. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this plan supports my 450-year goal thing that I have been talking for years. Because what I had was I had the idea of what I wanted. I knew what the outcome would be. But I had no idea in the middle how to bridge those two. This plan actually, our Bible is the Internal Revenue Code. Everything that we do is based out of the internal revenue codes. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fire says what we've done 
is we have taken their bullets and now we are shooting them with those same bullets. I'm going to give you an example. So many people start small businesses, whether the IRS intended to do it or not. <laughs> what they did was they actually made our business tax deductible. I'm going to give you an example. So the cost of this plan is $949 for the first 66 people. After that, the price will go up to $1,495, and those people will then have to pay $250 every year to renew it. But the $949 for the first 66, that's a lifetime plan. You're done. You're over. Mm. Now, having said that, because of how this plan is structured, under Section IRC 162 of the Internal Revenue Code C1, it states any expenditure that a taxpayer makes in order to increase their net worth or lower their tax liability by virtue of education, reading, or recorded material, whether copyrighted or not, shall be fully deductible in the tax year so expended. That's a roundabout way coming back to the question that you originally asked me. How do we position ourselves to do better? This is how. The cost of this plan would actually be tax deductible. And what we've done in our entire plan based on the Internal Revenue Code is every deduction that we have, it is supported, backed up, and built upon the Internal Revenue Code, the IRS. Now, the other thing that I want to say to you is if you are an independent contractor like yourself, the, the job that you created for you, Uber drivers, um, Grubhub people, law people who have lawn landscaping business, people who have a who have the side hustle and get a ten ninety nine instead of a W two. Mm -hmm. Their first seventy four thousand four hundred and fifty eight of income can be tax free using our plan. Wow. By virtue of using our plan and then getting those deductions, they in turn will increase their spendable income by seventy percent every year. So that's and it's about it's about 143 million people who's on like the 1099 right now. There are 143 million people who actually filed their taxes last year. So that's our market. Okay. Those 43 million people. Wow, that is interesting. So as far as your overall goals, what goals do you have right now? What is your mission? My mission. I am a executive trust officer. I'm a senior executive trust officer. But now when I start talking about trust out of the gate, unless that's space in which you play, people tend to get that glazed over look and I don't like that look because that means that they're not tracking me. I'm not tracking them. I'm losing. <laughs> Go ahead and explain it to them. This tax zero plan though is applicable to everyone because everyone pays taxes. And if they hadn't paid taxes, maybe they're afraid of taxes, which is another fear I want to alleviate if not eradicate. Mm -hmm. So this tax zero plan allows you, because you're, you're still doing the same things that you've always done. But in the words of my grandmother, you don't know what you don't know. So if you're continuing to file your taxes and pay the taxes that you moan and groan about year in and year out, because you don't want to give up that money, this is a way for you to legally only pay what you owe. That's it. Now, by virtue of you paying only what you owe, that again puts takes you out of that so 70 74% of independent contractors do mm -hmm. not know that they have 
access to this information. And the reason why they don't know that they have access to this information is because our current tax codes have 73,000 pages. Those 73,000 pages contain 1,200 volumes. Those 1,200 volumes, once you synthesize everything down, there are only about 522 pages within those 73,000 that actually apply to personal income tax, which is what we have used to create that $74,458 tax rate. Wow. You know that's intentional. That's on purpose. Yes, it is. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this question to you that I posed to many people. Because I had someone ask me the other day, they said, why do you think um, we have a fear of, of the internal revenue codes, paying taxes? And, and what I've said to people is, name me one other ethnicity of people who have been threatened by death if they learn to read. That's a good one. That is a good one. And they also say if you want to hide something, the best place to put it is in a book. Because we won't read it because we have been, for lack of a better word, trained in that fear. So part of what my mission is, is not only to move us past that fear, um, it is to move us into closing that income equality gap. Because let's face it, we're the last fired first, we're the last hired first fired, the lowest paid. Uh, data also supports that, especially as an African-American woman, the more education you have, the less money you make. I have experienced that on my own because I have a, a master's degree in IT. Okay. Didn't do a thing for me. Um, but, I, but, but I'm saying that to say this. We have, we have always been a creative people. We've just never known how to use this tool. As soon as we understand that money ain't nothing but a tool, and it's like building a house. Mm -hmm. If you saw telling me you're going to build a house and I don't see a hammer anywhere in your tool belt, I know not to let you do any work for me because you don't know what you're doing. That's a fact. This is a tool to be used for us. So when you ask me, what is my mission? My mission is to get that 450 years back. And then from there, after we actually have the money coming in, so, so for a minute, for the next 25 years, if you use this plan over a 25-year period with having the 74458 if you're single, because if you're married, I think it's like $94,650 or something. But I tend to speak to single people, and if you're married, we can have some, another set of numbers. Mm -hmm. But for 25 years, if you use this plan, and your regular, you will increase your regular spendable income by $625,000. By $625,000? Now wow. your income will then increase by $950,000 in a 25 year span, starting like right now. Wow. That's, and that's a big deal because so many people don't know this and everyone has access to this information am i correct everyone has access but again if you're going to read those seventy-three thousand pages that take you a little bit over 13 years as an average <laughs> reader reading eight hours a day absolutely and, and just the fact that you already done that you kind of done all the groundwork already exactly we have done all the groundwork we have done all the groundwork and all you all you need to do all you need to do is take action. So um, let me let me bring out something else to you. So 
I hope I don't step on anybody's toes here, but so this plan is like glue. I, I, I kid you not. It's like it, it can go or mayonnaise. It goes with everything. We have, um, when you look at this plan, what I tell people is I want you to start in this plan because this is what builds your confidence. This is what builds your ability to have financial conversations and not run away. Once your foundation is built on this, then we can start having more fun creating other streams that can create generational wealth. Now, don't get it twisted. This tax zero plan can be the foundation for that. But the foundation is my gateway, which shows you, A, that you can do it, B, that it's real, C, that it's repeatable. Um, mm. This way. Um, I ask people this question. Some people know, some people don't. The 100th monkey syndrome, have you heard of that? No, I have not. I would love to hear about it right now, though. Okay, so you got me. You got me glued in right now. I'm soaking this knowledge in myself. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say this now. Just like the conversation we're having now, whenever I have conversations with people, I always Zoom or Skype those two because people end up like and they're trying to write. I'm like, don't write, don't write. We gonna copy it. You can just get a copy of this too later. But with the hundredth monkey syndrome, it's this way. So, there were some researchers who were observing monkeys what they noticed was monkeys didn't always wash their food, but one monkey started washing their food. By the time it got to the hundredth monkey, all monkeys were then washing their food. This is the pivotal point upon which you begin. When you learn this, when you use this plan and it becomes a part of you, those people and generations with whom you come in contact with and share this information with will then have the same knowledge and it'll be a part of them and they won't even understand why they're financially literate. They will just know that that's a part of their DNA. Ooh, did you really just define what is going on in the culture? Because that's what it sounds like. That, that, that sounds like a perfect description of why some families are just financially literate about what's going on and the others aren't. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. That's a big deal. It Not only is it a big deal, but when you think about if you continue to do what you're doing and then expect a different outcome, that's the definition of insanity. So if you continue to do what you're doing, tweak it and change it just a little bit, that's what causes the incremental changes to take effect. And then it's just a part of who you are. So when you learn this, you share this. I, I mean, it's like any culture. It's like any culture. You know, if you were born in Europe, you have certain predilections. If you were born in Africa, you have certain predilections. If you were born here in the United States, you've got certain predilections. If you uproot you, put you somewhere else, and then you become a part of that culture, then you will learn what they learn and you will do what they do. That's why they say, when in Rome, do as the Romans. Mm -hmm. So this, that's, that's how come I made those four bold statements. Right. Because I'm clear about that. I am clear that it's not often that you get a chance to be a part of a movement bigger than yourself. And then also know that you were part of that change. So for me, I'm, I'm held personally liable and responsible for my own actions. Mm -hmm. So what I feel is, is when this information has been shared with you, it's like unringing a bell. You can't do it. You'll always hear it and you'll know what it is. 
if I share this information with you and for whatever reason you choose not to be a part of it, that's really okay. But what you don't get to do is to whine to me when it's time for you to do your taxes because you're still doing the same thing and not and expecting a different outcome, but you've not done anything to make that change. Absolutely. So with all of your experience, what is the common mistake that you notice a lot of people do when it comes to filing taxes at the end of the year? They don't take advantage of their of their deductions 74 percent of people don't take uh, advantage of the deductions which then means that the irs is using what they know against 74 percent of its people mm. you can't blame yes you can't you can't hate the player you got to hate the game i like it <laughs> that makes a lot of sense though so as far as the services you offer let's talk about that for somebody so it would start off with, like I said, I'm, 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 we don't, we use models that are already proven. We're not trying to reinvent the wheel. The mm -hmm. way I set up is we're looking at 66 people who are ready to be committed to this. Those 66 people will then go and spread the information to everyone else. Those 66 people, the first tier of those 66 people that's how come I said we will, we can provide you with executive income. You're looking, if you come in as those first six, you're looking at making a, well over $200,000 a year. That's it. Or that, that's your base. Wow. The one coming after that, they're looking at making maybe another hundred, they're looking at making maybe $124,000 a year. Three tiers, that's it. There's me, my six, and those 10, that's all. That's it. Everybody else will have the benefit of it. Now, another thing that we are doing, and this is when I said, I hope I don't step on anybody's toes, but I grew up in the South. Hellfire brimstone, that's all you had. And I am of the mindset that a church is there to help and support its people. Absolutely. So we do have a form uh, of the tax zero plan and it's called the ministry of sustainability. The way that it works is whatever pastor is within that church would choose that person who would, they would delegate to be over the ministry of sustainability. Now, I don't know about you, but I know I can't even remember how many Sundays there was when that plate passed around that we were doing the building fund and I ain't seen a nail, a doorknob, a wrench, nothing. Absolutely. Still doing the same thing. Well, with the ministry of sustainability, when the pastor designates whoever that person is, that person then will speak to that congregation of people. Let's say if 200 people out of that church decided to take the program or to become involved in the program, by virtue of those 200 people, again, their overall income that following year is going to go up by 70% because of all of these deductions that they're going to get, which then increases their spendable income. Mm -hmm. But for each program that they share, let's say the church receives $200. So 100 people do $200, that's $2,000, and that's $2,400 a year. So that $2,400 that they were spending on utilities and gas, electric, now they can use that from within the church to pay for those. That then frees up another $2,400 for, I'm sorry, $24,000 for them to use maybe towards that building fund that they've been trying to build for the last five years or however many years. Wow. So it's, it's about learning to use money as a tool. Um, and again, 
once they do that, then like I said, then we look at trust creations and then creating family foundations or creating foundations. Though that's other ways where we can do some pretty amazing things. Right. And it's all learning how to use money as a tool. So when people work with me, like I said, I'm looking for those 66 people. I'm, well, actually, I'm looking for four because I've got two of my six. Mm -hmm. Those other ones are going to be finding their other 10. But what we have to understand is this is a grassroots movement. It is my intent for it to be a quiet storm. We will build and we will build quietly. And then by the time everyone sees it, we will be cresting and it will be way too late for anybody to do anything about it. Mm. But you have to start. You can't just, you know, it's like, like going you, to stars and going to everything. You've got tons of books. You've met the people. They signed the book. You, it's on your nightstand. Nothing's happened. Uh, so if there's a sense of urgency for me, it is that. It is me having everyone understand that the moment that you start is now. It's not later, because later never comes. You will only have the now. Absolutely. So where can people find you? Where can they contact you? Where can they sign up for this amazing program? You, you can go to AfricanAmericanTrust.us, fill out the little form. I will reach back out to you. And just as I said, you and I are having this conversation. I always Zoom, Skype, meet up our um, conversation because what ends up happening is is people are furiously trying to write I'm like don't do that because now you're not hearing me let's just let's you like can, i need you to hear I me need you to hear me right and so you can go back and you can listen to this and make your notes then so africanamericantrust.us i'm sure that if you're looking on facebook you're seeing some of my ads because i think i ran i started running ads last month and i think i've got well over 50 people that I haven't had time to like go back and reach out to. So I'm putting together the, the call list for people to go do that for me. But right. it's, uh, you can do Beverly at beverlyaat at gmail.com. Again, if you go to the website, africanamericantrust.us, there's a form that you can fill out and I'll reach back out to you that way. Um, but that's it. That's how you do it. That's amazing. And I always ask my special guests before they leave the show, Give us some words of encouragement or advice that you believe will benefit people to make them better. I do not want you to run away from the IRS because they have held your money and your parents' money and your foreparents' money and money we didn't even have yet because we were in the slave people. They have held our money for 450 years. I want you to run towards them and I want you to take it back. Mm, spoken like a true powerful person. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I appreciate you so much for coming through the King Legend Talk. It was truly an honor to have you here today. Um, it really was. It's been my pleasure. I hope that your time was, uh, I hope that you and your listeners uh, found this a, a good use of your time. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I definitely can't wait to hear this replay because you was dropping a lot of knowledge in here. And if anybody missed it, they're going to be hitting the stop button and reverse. <laughs> I, I feel honored. I, I want, that's what I want for us. I want us to get back what was taken and then I want us to build something amazing for our children. Absolutely. Well, I'd like to say it again. I do appreciate you so much for stopping by King Legend Talk. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you.
thank you so much for making it all the way through another great episode of King Legend Talks. I truly hope you feel motivated to go out and make your dreams come true. If you would like to stay notified on what's happening next and stay connected within the community, please follow the host on social media at KingLegend757 or visit our official website where you will find the video version of this interview at www.KingLegendTalks.com. Thank you so much for your support and may God continue to bless you.